Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Episodes discuss emotional, physical, and sexual violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Dark Dynasties. This is a podcast where we focus on different rich and powerful families who have ultimately exposed themselves to be corrupt, messed up, and, you know, very dark. With today's episode, we start diving into a very twisted, dark, powerful family, the Murdoch family. I'm Sid. I'm Olivia. And this is Dark Dynasties. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just great. We're talking about a new dynasty this time. Yeah, and it's very dark. It is. It's it's a dark dynasty, as they say. We said that so friendly. It's very dark. (laughs) It's very dark. Really positive. Yes, so much coffee. No, but this is actually really dark. Yeah, so this kind of all starts with this boat accident. Yeah. And then so many other things are uh, unwrapped. Yeah, basically this one boat accident was a catalyst for the downfall of this entire family in in uncovering all these crimes they had basically hidden. But they would have stayed hidden if it wasn't for this boat crash. So let's get into it. So in South Carolina in February 2019, there are six kids from the ages of 18 to 20, and they're all on a boat to go to an oyster roast. Now, I don't know what an oyster roast is. Apparently you roast oysters there. Uh, so, So you roast oysters. It's a thing in the South. You go get on the boat and go to an oyster roast. That's a very normal beginning of an evening. Sure. So let's meet the kids on this boat. Yeah. So we've got Connor and Miley, and they're dating. Yeah. Connor Cook and Miley Altman are a couple. And then we have Connor's cousin, Anthony, and his girlfriend, Mallory Beach. Yeah, they are a couple. So we've got three couples on this boat. The final couple is Paul and Morgan. Paul Murdaugh and his girlfriend, Morgan Doty. 
They meet at Paul's grandfather's house down the river. It's bring your own booze. You know, they're taking Snapchat. The whole night is pretty much recorded on Snapchat, which is really crazy. Yeah, if you watch the Murdaugh murders on Discovery Plus, yeah. that's kind of what we're going based off of. Yeah. And it, it's pretty wild. The whole thing is captured. You see Snapchats of the whole night. They're drinking. These are kids. You know, they're 18 to 20. So, like, yeah. obviously it's underage drinking. They're drinking a lot of hard seltzer. A lot of it is captured on Snapchat, you know, because they're all partying. They go on this boat after drinking. You know, they get to the oyster roast. And then they're about to leave around midnight. And they're gone for two hours. So they're supposed to go straight from the oyster roast back home. But it's two hours later and they're not at their home dock. And this night was cold, so conditions were foggy and bad, and Paul was the one driving the boat. We see in all these Snapchat videos, Paul is driving. Yeah. Um, and he's driving pretty recklessly. Yeah, and he is he is very drunk. There's a point where um, they pull off to the side, and I think, you know, all the girls and Anthony go to a park and sit down for a second, and there's, like, security cam footage of the dock. Mm-hmm. And Paul and Connor go into a bar, and they're taking, you know, lemon drop shots, and they're just getting wasted. Drinking more when they're about to drive. Yes, exactly. Um, and all the other kids on the boat are saying, like, hey, you need to let someone else drive. Yeah. You need to stop. Like, you're driving recklessly. To Paul specifically, because Paul is the drunkest and driving the most. You know, he's driving. And obviously, he just does not no. give up power of the boat. No. Uh, and, so, it, and it, you know, and, and in this time of year in South Carolina, on a, you know, in the water, there's a terrible, like, fog Yeah, they can't see anything. Yeah. So uh, eventually, obviously, they crash. You know, they crash into a a bridge, I believe, right? Yeah, the way the the crash goes down is is really crazy because I guess, you know, Anthony is saying, hey, Paul, let me drive the boat, let me drive the boat. Um, And then at a certain point, Paul is heading down uh, Archer's Creek and stops the boat, like the boat stops. And then all of a sudden, he pushes the throttle down all the way. So it's like they're going from nothing to like really fast. Mm-hmm. And um, and the boat crashes into a bridge pylon. Yeah. Uh, and, and is just wrecked. The boat is wrecked. And three people are ejected from yeah. the boat. So the yeah. three people ejected from the boat are Anthony and Mallory, yeah. the couple, and, and Paul, Paul, the driver of the boat. And meanwhile, Connor and uh, Miley, who's the other couple, and Morgan, Paul's girlfriend, are all still in the boat, but they get really injured. Yeah. We've got like, – there's like a, a hand injury. Somebody has a face gash. It's, it's terrible. Insane. Yeah. So now they're all looking around. You know, they, they're all crashed and they're all looking around for each other trying to make sure everybody's there. And the only person they can't find is Mallory. Anthony's girlfriend, Mallory. And obviously she was ejected from the boat with Paul and Mm -hmm. Anthony. And none of them can find her. And they're all yelling out for her and they can't find her anywhere. Yeah. So eventually— Connor calls for help 20 minutes or so after the boat crash. And then 20 minutes after Connor calls, you know, the police and everyone arrive. Yeah. And um, if you watch uh, the docuseries, they have all of the 911 recordings. It's It's crazy. pretty wild. It's really crazy. So the police come to the scene and Anthony is trying to contact his mom. He's like breaking down. Everyone is freaking out because, you know, they They can't can't find find one of their friends. Yeah. And everyone's super injured. And, you know, people are covered in blood. People are covered in— water. They can't find Mallory. And Paul, who was driving the boat, is smiling and laughing. Yeah. 
Paul Paul is just uh, like messing with the cops. He's smiling. He's having a, a great time. Anthony gets very mad at this. Apparently, Paul gets down to his boxers, yeah. and, and he's just kind of like messing around with people. Yeah, and I guess a thing a thing that's going to be a theme with Paul that we learn about Paul is that Paul is like a really, really uncontrollable drunk. So, like, a yeah. lot of the things that happen uh, happen when he's uncontrollably drunk, and uh, that includes him stripping down to his boxers and trying to fight the cops and trying to— After uh, he was caught driving under the influence exactly. and being a minor. Yeah, exactly. So, here's the thing. Yeah. Let's get into Paul Murdoff for a second. Yeah. So, we need to talk about why this kid yeah. thinks he doesn't need to be serious in this situation. Why is he laughing when the cops are going, where is the girl that you ejected out of the boat? Right. Yeah. So, Paul Murdoch comes from this long line mm-hmm. of lawyers yeah. in South Carolina. And yeah. the Murdoch family is basically synonymous with the law. Yeah, to the point where, like, when the police are there, Anthony is actually recorded saying— uh, you know, to the cops, you know Alec Murdaugh, that's his son, good luck. Yeah. About Paul, saying, like, you, nothing bad is going to happen to him. Yeah, so let's go into this family history for a second. Yeah. Paul Murdaugh is the youngest son of Alec Murdaugh. Now, right. before we move on. Yeah, this is a huge elephant in the room. <laughs> this is a huge elephant in the room, and we have to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. In the show on Discovery+, Plus, yes. every person they interview calls him Alec Murdaugh. Yeah. His name is spelled... A-L-E-X, Murdaugh. That is Alex Murdaugh. Yeah, when I read it, that's Alex, but everyone says Alec. Every person calls him Alec. His name is spelled Alex. We're going to call him Alec because that is that's what, what he is yeah, called. Yeah. But it makes no sense no, to me. No, but it is spelled Alex, so that's just a, And we just needed to point that out for uh, a second. Absolutely, absolutely. So Paul Murdaugh is the youngest son of this guy Alec Murdaugh. And Alec is the latest in a long, long line of South Carolina lawyers. And they live in this place called Hampton County. Basically, they've always been pretty much synonymous with the law in this county. So it starts with this guy, Randolph Sr. Right, in like 1920. Yeah, he gets elected as the solicitor of the 14th Judicial Circuit. Right, right, right. And and that's another word for a district attorney. Right. Which means like it's the lead prosecutor. It's the people who decide in a county which crimes— are gone after, which crimes are prosecuted, which ones go to court, and which ones do not. Right. So this is a big job. It's a very powerful position to be in. So for 20 years, Randolph Sr. is the most powerful lawyer in town. Right. And then when he retires, his son takes over. So that's Randolph II. Yeah, yeah. A a, a beautiful original name. Yeah. (laughs) Randolph II, who I guess is called Buster to his friends, which that is not a nickname of Randolph. No, I've never heard that. You know, this family's got some weird shit with names. Yeah. I, I Alex is pronounced Alec. Randolph is called Buster. Well, there's another Buster, too, later on, and What's we'll get into that on, later. Guys? Yeah, there's multiple Busters. Lots going on with the names. So Buster, Randolph II, right. holds the position from 1940 until 1986. He's That's the lead prosecutor years. for 46 years. Yeah. yeah. And then his son, Randolph III, yeah. again, yeah. really original they, name. They really— yeah, they love it. They love the name Randolph. They love to reduce, reuse, and recycle. Yeah. Randolph III takes over, and he's the lead prosecutor 
for from 1986 until 2006. Yeah, so on top of basically having uninterrupted control of of this county and being district attorneys for 86 years straight. 86 years of uninterrupted control. Yeah. They also have a law firm. Like, they have an entire law firm on the side, too. Which is literally such a conflict of interest. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and Randolph, as an Alex dad, is mm-hmm. still a partner. And so are his two sons, Alec, and Alec's brother, Randy. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So it's a whole lot. Like, it's so mad. It's a lot. So this super powerful law firm is not only, like, defending people in court. but Prosecuting people. Right. But that family yeah. is also deciding who goes to court. Yeah. And, like, you walk into the courtroom and there's portraits of all of their family members, like, oh, in yeah. the courtroom. Imagine so, yeah. being against yeah. uh, uh, the lawyer being who pre- yeah. has photos of their father, their grandfather, and their great-grandfather on the wall. Yeah. You must think, like, oh, I'm not winning this one. No, you wouldn't be winning that one at all, I don't think. No, I don't no, think no. there's any chance to win that one. You're playing an away game. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is like their home team. You're playing an away game, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to win the homecoming. Yeah. So it's pretty insane. So it makes sense that Paul would think that he could be above the law. Sure. He comes from a family who decides what the law is. Yeah, exactly. He's acting like he is above the law. He's laughing. He's fucking with the cops. Yeah, he gets a police escort to an ambulance. Like the ambulance arrives and then everyone else goes into their ambulances, but Paul needs to get escorted to his by the cops. Yeah. Like, he can't just walk over and no. do it. He's that belligerent. He's drunk. too drunk, yeah. and uh, they're going to make sure that this guy is safe at all costs. Because he's the, a murder. The shortest police escort ever. Like, the shortest 
walk a really, really small distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Paul um, asks for a phone. He's, like, trying to get a phone from the cops, from the EMTs. He finally gets a phone from the EMT. So he calls his grandfather, Randolph, mm-hmm. a classic name. Speaking of names. Okay, you guys. This is bad. Yeah, we're going to get into something really crazy. They here. mention this briefly. It's, it is brushed over. In and the docuseries. And we had to dive into it. And Olivia and I were like, why? Wait, this is a lot to unpack. Yeah. Randolph is called Handsome. His nickname that all his grandkids call him and everyone in his family calls him is Handsome. And they call him this because Randolph asked to be called this. By his granddaughters. Because he said, a woman has never called me handsome. He said, I've always wanted a woman to refer to me as handsome, like as my name. So this was his chance. So he made his granddaughters call him handsome. Everyone called him handsome as a nickname. And there's some really creepy pictures of him with his granddaughter. Yeah, it's also so crazy because usually when grandparents get a fun nickname, it's like Bubby or like Gaga or, you know, oh, it's Nana. Yeah. Handsome? Handsome is, like, a really bizarre nickname for a grandfather. Like, I understand a grandfather calling, like, a little kid that. Like, oh, look at you, handsome. Like, you know, just being, like, oh, you know, supportive. But when it's, like— A child? A child having to call an old man handsome as his first name is absolutely bizarre. Also so (laughs) odd to picture 19-year-old Paul, like, on the scene of a crime, calling his grandfather and go— Hey, handsome. Hey, handsome. I need some help. I just got in a boat crash, handsome. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Too weird. Very weird. So Um, here we have a segment. Yeah, unfortunately this has uh, spurred a segment. (laughs) Called Worse Nicknames for Your Grandfather Than Handsome. Sid, do you have any nicknames that you would uh, think are worse for a grandfather? Sure. I would never, ever call my grandfather, who I call Seda, right. I would never call him sexy. Right. That's another That's another bad one. That's, I would never call my grandfather sexy. That's like handsome, but a little bit edgier. Mm-hmm. How about how about baby doll? I don't like that at that's all. That's also not a nickname for anyone's grandfather. Here's a really good yeah. nickname for yeah. a grandfather you yeah. should never use. Uh-huh. Uh, hot mama sugar pie. Oh, yeah. Don't, yep. don't call your grandfather that. I mean, I, I would hope your grandfather doesn't ask you to call him that. Or respond to it. <laughs> or respond to it. We've got, uh, oh, what's another one? Um, uh, you don't want to call your grandfather sex on wheels. That would be bad. No, I Whether I or not he is on wheels. Yeah, he could be he on could wheels. He could be on wheels. He, he not might be. not be. I think the name's bad regardless. Yeah, yeah. No, no thanks. Uh, yeah. Here's one. Mr. Tasty. Mr. Tasty's a bad name for, very bad. for a grandfather. Yeah, very bad. Worse than handsome. We're I doing a good job at coming up with some ones that are worse. It's getting pretty bad. How about kiss magnet or like magnet for my kisses? Very bad. That's bad, right? I would call That's that. pretty bad. Come come give kiss magnet your yeah. hug. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you. No. Uh, sex god. That's a bad one. Don't want to hear that. Can you imagine somebody being like, yeah, we're going to go to grandma and sex god's yeah. house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> No thanks. <laughs> yeah, I would also pitch don't call your grandfather the mayor of orgasms or something. I don't know. Hard no. There's like there's there's certain things that I think once you start sexualizing your own grandfather, uh you know, you can really go off the deep end. So and I'd cut it before handsome. Also, previously when we talked about the House of Hammer, yeah. they also had some interesting uh, things about uh getting way too invested in their uh father and grandfather's sex lives and stuff. Yes. And uh, I don't know why this is a theme. I feel bad for anyone who has to know anything about their father or grandfather's sex lives. Yeah, I don't want to know about any of this. That is something that I... Uh, we don't want to sexualize grandfathers. No, no. And if the grandfather is trying to sexualize himself, I'm going to pass. No, no thank you. Yeah, so that was a segment called Worse Nicknames for, for Your, your grandfather, grandfather Than Handsome. handsome. 
calls handsome and he sure. says, hey, handsome. Uh, I just crashed your boat. I, I just crashed your boat. You're handsome. I'm going to the hospital now with a police escort. Yeah. And he says, by the way, uh, Connor, my friend Connor, was the one driving the boat, which is not true. No. Uh, there are Snapchats to prove it. No. Paul Paul immediately calls handsome, pins it on Connor. And also during this, Connor's girlfriend, Miley, is standing right next to Paul. So she oh, hears this. Oh, they fully hear it. Yeah. And they're like, are you kidding right now? Yeah. So the kids get taken to the hospital. They're put in, you know, separate, separate rooms. rooms. Yeah. And Paul starts being super inappropriate to the hospital staff. Oh, Shocker. this is shocking. Yeah. I'm shocked by this. So they're actually not even able to take his blood alcohol percentage. Yeah, for like 90 minutes. For 90 minutes because he's just being wild. Yeah, and which like, is very convenient yeah, and helpful for and him. And like he has 90 minutes to chill out. Yep. Yep. And for his alcohol percentage to, to go, go down. down. Yeah, which is totally messed up. Um, so yeah. guess who shows up? Oh, is it Handsome? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Alec, which is Paul's father. And Handsome, his grandfather, also named Randolph. Show up to the hospital. And they're trying to get all the kids to not only be quiet, but to also change their story. They literally are trying to go into the hospital rooms where the kids are to talk to the kids before the cops do. Now, I don't know if you guys know anything about rules or hospitals, <laughs> but, like, it's a thing that, like, only—I'm pretty sure only your spouse yeah. can, like, come into a hospital room and, like, hang out with you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean— Not your friend's grandfather. No, 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 no. That person definitely can't. Yeah, I mean, especially if your friend was the one who was driving the boat and hurt everybody. Like, yeah. that person's lawyer, grandfather, and father should not be coming into your room to talk to you about anything. To the point where Morgan, actually, who is—this is, the, the, this is a, a, a dark—this mm-hmm. uh, has, like, dark innuation, but, like, Morgan, who is Paul's girlfriend, gra- girlfriend. yeah, does not want Paul's father to come into her hospital room because she's afraid of what he'll do, which is and scary because she must know him the best out of all those kids. That's horrifying. Yeah. That's just a bad sign. Yeah. Um, so you have, like, you know, Alec and Handsome, unfortunately, that's yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. Alec and Handsome are going into these kids' rooms and being like, hey, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Or keep quiet or whatever. Yeah. To the point where, allegedly, yeah. Alec followed Connor down the hall as they're wheeling him into surgery. And he says— his jaw's all messed up. Yeah. yeah and he says, I promise— promise you everything will be okay. We're going to represent you. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. Just don't say anything. Yeah. When in reality, we'll take care of it. In reality, the plan is to, to pin, pin it, it on. on Connor. Absolutely. So they're telling this kid, we're we're the adults here. Yeah. We'll take care of we're you. We're going to take care Just of you. Just don't say anything. We'll make it all okay. And their plan is to make this kid seem like he's the one driving yep. the boat. To, to throw this kid completely under the bus to save Paul. And that's kind of a, a pattern for them. They will tell people, don't worry. I'll take care of it. I'm. You're going to be okay. You're with me. And then they will directly, uh, like, mess with those people. And it's always people who think they can trust them, yep. right? Like, because they're, they've, they have a reputation as, you know, really famous, trustworthy district attorneys that are like a big freaking deal. And they're talking to people who are friends of the family, mm-hmm, who have mm-hmm, been friends mm-hmm. for years. Who know them, yeah. Who, uh, these people would never do anything no, to like hurt me. No, You know, they're there for me. But, but this family doesn't have any loyalty to anyone no. but themselves. Plus they know everything about criminal liability and civil liability. Yeah. And so they are like, they know what, 
has to be said, what has to not be said. They know mm-hmm. they know how to puppet master an entire situation to get out of trouble when they're in trouble, which yep. is uh, a thing we learn largely after this boat crash. They know the system, and they also know how yeah. to profit off the system. Absolutely. And it's just going to get worse from here. It's insane. So, I mean, through all of this, we have to remember— Mallory still hasn't been found. Yeah, there's a child missing yeah. here. Yeah, Um And— Alec and Handsome yeah. are immediately trying to cover Paul's ass yeah. instead of even focusing on the fact that there is a child who mm-hmm. is still missing, yep. who never got back from yep. this boat crash. Yeah. And where is she? Where's Mallory? Yeah. The boat crash really was only the beginning. In fact, it opened up something so much darker. So if you want to follow along, watch Murda Murders on Discovery+. Plus. And come check out Dark Dynasties. We'll be talking about the Murdaws for the next couple of episodes. I'm Sid. I'm Olivia. And thank you for listening to Dark Dynasties. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.